and welcome back to Black Oak House Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Upload. This is Season 1, Episode 6, The Sleepover, written by Shepard Boucher, directed by Casey Anning. I give this episode an 8.6 out of 10. I have to say, R.I.P. Fran, I thought maybe she was going to survive <laughs> some way, somehow, but because she's still missing i'm thinking no one knows where she went what she was doing and her body has not been recovered or she has not been recovered since then i'm concerned i would think if she rented a car a self-driving car that would be that would have a data trail but i guess not but mostly this episode we focus it on nora and nathan their deepening bond and relationship and then we had a little bit of a back and forth between Alicia and Luke. I, I guess he just wants to be a pain in her ass. We start this recap with Nora and her dad. They are revisiting or visiting the pier. He used to visit with her mom while they were planning their life together. They do this digitally while he's in the hospital. He wants his daughter to focus on getting to know Byron instead of a dead guy whose life she viewed in memories. Like you know everything about this person so it's easier for you to make that type of connection versus making an actual effort in real life. And I appreciate that she said that that's a valid point and she would try. She declines the booty call from Byron but does agree to go on a real date. Byron for his part is in the drugstore in the condom aisle is told he's size medium but goes for the large causing the aisle to ping a condom dispute i come to make an announcement i hate this idea that every girl wants a nine inch dick it's not true <laughs> some of us are built small and we don't need a massive cock to cause us to have fucking tears and shit that's not what i want during sex i need a, a comfortable medium penis is all right with me Navia scares Nathan when he wakes in Lakeview. When she comes for a surprise visit, she tells him Fran is missing and that she's been invited to a sleepover with Ingrid. And should I go? He's like, yeah, but should I? He introduces her to Nora, but then Alicia interrupts that there's a team meeting. Then asks if Navia is, is it Navia? Is what her and Nathan's kid would look like. <laughs> I love Alicia. She is um, probably the second best thing of the series. <laughs> Despite the, uh, you know, other than, I should say, the budding relationship of our ship here. But Alicia is just a lot of fun. And I liked her back and forth with Luke just because <laughs> I, I guess he's bored. And it I guess it keeps her day busy. He uh, tells Navia that she really is Nora that cute. And apparently women wear filters in this world. I would love some filter, but I can't figure out Snapchat and I don't want to try. And that he can't like her because they're friends. And Ingrid. Navia said, No, fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. At the team meeting, even in the future, toilets are clogged i don't know what the fuck people do in these these public bathrooms but 
I can't imagine that that's something you would do in your own home. And if it is, you have a dirty bathroom. <laughs> Alicia gets more complaints from the bitch in 10662. <laughs> I can't even remember the name, uh, room number, but he's also known as Luke. And she calls him a little bitch in the meeting too. Lucy tells her, be professional because he's a veteran. And I'm like, of what? Nokia Taco Bell wants to push their new gordita crunch and Nora who's trying to hide is encouraged to make sure the kids buy it because the kids are the future not these kids Alicia these kids are dead (laughs) Nathan walks by people taking photos of scenery and posting them onto canvas it's another way of painting Nora shows up to pitch him the gordita crunch spiel and he or she tells him you can just speed this up before inviting her to watch the sunset later on but she states she has a date. Alicia finds Luke chilling in the whirlpool as he is cheating the system to get free shit without paying for it. I guess that would be what free shit is. (laughs) She brings out her own microphone that doesn't record things on the system and decides he needs a lesson so the games begin when he flips her off for not getting or not giving him a free gordita crunch she rips off his middle finger and sends and he sends her elsewhere look at this shit nathan lonely watching the sunset calls his angel but confirms nora is indeed gone and ivan is not trying to watch the sunset with another dude Nora is trying to get to know Byron on their date and while he did major in child psychology which is interesting he also slurps his soup in a very disgusting manner. Nathan decides to call Jamie who finally does pick up however he is in a meeting where Pitzer is waiting to arrive before he disconnects. Doesn't explain why he hasn't been answering his calls. He does not state that he's an Elon Musk though like I'm not taking the company and just running with it family dinner at Ingrid's is definitely a passive aggressive affair as everyone pretty much rags on each other how was your day at work dad I'm sorry I'm boring you no you're just not that interesting there is plenty of food to eat that Navia is enjoying she didn't even know that you had bones in chicken Uh, the poor are only given printed food mom asks how much nathan is costing her as she disparages him because they want her to get with someone else and she says well it's less than your botox oh no he didn't then the dad rags on the mom like uh i pay for that botox navia wonders if this is how they always talk to each other this crazy mean and she's like yeah it's fun it's totally fun she pretty much tells herself that Nora's date is going awful as Byron likes teaching kids, but his skills are to be desired. Zach has paid for a cold for some reason because he gets to be taken care of by boyfriend Brad as a way to have fun. Okay, 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 okay. The funniest thing in this episode is (laughs) when I saw Luke eating them gordita crunches <laughs> by a tub full of them crazy motherfucker named Joe. he was a man eating like he knew he was about to get caught at any moment and sure enough alicia shows up to tell him to spit that out 
I love that she's always dressed kind of dominatrix <laughs> in the uh, in the Lakeview, and takes both his middle fingers when he flips her off again, and says, "Look, I'm gonna add these to my fingers and dicks bag that's actually starting to bulge." He's like, "Uh, when do you take dicks when I'm running out of fingers?" He's like, "But you skip toes." Back at dinner, the talking down has turned to Navia as they make fun of her chewing and poor status, which is crazy. When there's a teen sitting right there, they need his food cut up and his mommy to wipe his face. They tell her she has no future like Ingrid and decline Ingrid's dessert as if it's the most disgusting thing they heard of. Navia does accept and thanks her for her effort. When mom calls the girl a piggy, Ingrid has had enough and kicks them all out, then wants to straighten her hair. At least that's what I thought when she said, let's make our hair the same. (laughs) I love that they kind of switched that and it was actually Ingrid that wants to feel, I believe, a lot closer to normal people. And she doesn't necessarily know how to do that growing up the way she did. I like how they're turning the characterization of Ingrid as someone who I knew I was not going to like at first but does also have a lot of back layers to her that make it worth watching her still and I find that to be very intriguing because you could just make her a bland tropish character and they decide not to and that's the best things to do with those type of characters Back to the date, Byron does want to know more about Nora as he thinks that will make sex better, who knew, except he really likes being the alpha male, excited to pay for dinner, likes to beat his chest for some reason. Nathan is in bed missing Nora and is counting down the minutes until she gets back on shift. Alicia watches Luke struggle to get into his room, then tells him all he has to do is apologize to get his... (laughs) five fingers back but he won't so she takes his cock and balls he yells for the supervisor quickly she gives him back his dick and balls but lucy is already there and realizing some of what is happening wants her to apologize which she cannot do even though this is a fiery defense she still can't do it But he swoops in and unexpectedly rescues her from firing, stating that it's a game they play between them in the military. She's like, I can't figure you out, freaking idiot. But she does give him back his fingers, except they're all five on one hand. (laughs) So she has the last laugh. But he tells her she lost the battle and will lose the war. And I'm like, dude, you are super bored. You need to find someone to do around here (laughs) lucy is very much into luke though what is up with that maybe that's his real life squeeze he's gonna because he's been trying to have sex with someone anyone and he definitely was going after ingrid's grandma or great aunt or something to that effect but he has an option with lucy because she would give it to him nora brings byron into work as he was interested on their date except he thinks her job is weird and these people are dead thus not real he even wants to get a miniature of what nathan is trying to draw (laughs) or paint to put on his fridge rude 
she declines a nightcap since it was nathan they were observing and now she can't stop thinking about him and he gives her a good night kiss having nicknamed her norma because she's mm-hmm so you go give me a whole nother name what kind of shit is that she joins nathan who wants to see where she works so she gives him a tour after <laughs> her verbal explanation doesn't work out via her phone and gives out luke's angel name i don't know why i feel that might come back into it in the little war games he thinks the office is beautiful because it's real but she's like no what's real is these stars that i'm about to show you because apparently the pollution's so bad you can't see stars anymore and he falls a little bit more in love you're beautiful you're beautiful it's true while i do not want to be a cynic i must i would be remiss if i did not say it's kind of easy to fall in love with someone that's the only real person around you (laughs) your only connection to that world if there were other women would this be or maybe is it because you're so stuck and then when you realize i don't know i'm sure someone can make that sound a lot more elegant than i just put it but you know for for scenarios but i guess that that can happen it's not to say it shouldn't but it's kind of like well uh he does have his girlfriend though so i know what people are saying but she's the worst if she wasn't the worst would he be trading up that's the you know would he be able to see her value if he wasn't juxtaposed against how horrible it really is with him and his girl i did think it was sweet that ingrid changed her hair to match navia's as the two enjoy mint chocolate chip which was nathan's favorite and she gifts her with his sweatshirt as they both admit to really missing him i really think she loved nathan she loved nathan more than he loved her (laughs) he's everything that you know he really wants to do something and make something of himself just she's stuck in a place where she wants to be better but doesn't really know how to be better and (laughs) the only person that was kind of teaching her was nathan or that was her only connection to it but now she's trying to hold on to it in a desperate attempt because it's the only real thing she's had but i thought it was very selfless of her to decide to give that to his niece um because she really wanted to make that effort to stay close to his family she also admits that she did change his car to prioritize occupant although it did not work so her actions are not even shady at least at this moment (laughs) unless her dad did something which i'm starting to think maybe the dad and jamie both got so i feel still feel like because we heard from jamie he might know something but he's kind of like i'm still laying low whereas it's starting to seem as if the dad might be involved although he really didn't bring up nathan as much as the uh siblings did and the mom she said she took the sweater to wear it but wants her to have it then wonders if nathan is lonely as she would be and she actually currently is very lonely and nevea picks up on that and is able to comfort her i mean would your first thought be to hang out with someone that's a kid (laughs) for a sleepover but in her world that is it like everything else is superficial 
Nathan is laying on a blanket looking at the stars with Nora who reveals that his memories were damaged then taken and that he may have indeed been murdered just as David Choke predicted. Uh, Ingrid's father mentioned his name too saying maybe Choke could influence Nathan and his business decision. So what's up with that? Um, bring it back to because I know the idea is with Ingrid uh yeah if you just don't like your life go live another life let's be real y'all if we could have it we would want it (laughs) if I had to choose between real food and printed food I would want that we all want to be rich despite how much we despise the way people act when they're rich but because we come from a poor situation we're able to have a little bit more of a lens than people who are born into that situation nathan suspects his partner jamie might be behind things she's like let's talk about something else besides your possible murder nathan admits that she makes him feel more optimistic and that he missed her all day and that she's his favorite person and he's grabbing her hand and making her feel all the stuff and things and that he was jealous about her date they spend the night together falling asleep until alicia i love the way she <laughs> freaking like wake up bitch <laughs> then lucy comes in right after her like what the fuck oh dear we are in trouble i'm guessing she's not gonna be fired because after all the shit that alicia has done and she's still working there there has to be <laughs> and she scores way higher there has to be um probably she might get a a write-up or a talking to but i doubt she'll get in any serious trouble but this is uh not a good look her fraternizing with the folks like you're there to get them to buy things in your customer service you're not there to form relationships so we shall see how this progresses i would love to see more of alicia that's just a requirement I have going forward i don't even need to see her fucking with luke i love to see her with her other uh people because i believe she's the angel for choke too right that's a pretty big client to be an angel for so uh yeah those are all my thoughts on the episode we do have feedback from shy so let's jump on to the mailbag shy i am here to give my thoughts on upload episode six it's been a minute since i've given any feedback was a as you know it was a rough week for me um last week so here's to a better week coming up because dang that was oh that was a trying trying week just dealing with people dealing with a lot so um took a lot out of me and yes just wasn't in the right frame of mind to give feedback to anything so but um looking forward to better things excuse me as for this episode i really enjoyed this episode it had me laughing 
um especially luke and alicia those two are so off the chain had me cracking up throughout this whole episode um but yes um i guess we could start out with them <clears throat> them and their dynamic going their back and forth uh, <laughs> you know tit for tat getting at each other but in the end luke covered for her and um yeah he didn't really want her to get in trouble so yeah it's like they have this you know on the playground the boy pulling the girl's ponytail type of dynamics where it seems like they're doing all this to disguise the fact that they like each other or attracted to each other by um picking on each other the way they are but she (laughs) oh my gosh i love elisha so yeah she definitely i don't know what season two is going to be about but I'll be not happy if she and Luke are not a part of that. So um, they should be, uh, I would think. I don't know what's going to happen, but I, w- I mean, they're definitely a, a great part of the show. Um, as for Nora, she tries to go out on a date with Byron again, Mr. Four slash five star guy. Um, you know, much to her um, dad's urgings try to date someone that's actually in the real world so and yeah he wasn't as douchey in this one as he was prior uh he's actually trying to get to know her and was excited to get to know her a little bit and um yeah some of the stuff he was saying was not very attractive but you know he was a kid so taking a bath with your mom even though it sounds strange I don't know how old he was he didn't say how old he was and let's not find out um but yeah he he, I mean he just seemed a little what's the word I'm looking for I mean he came across different this time around like I mean he was actually happy to be with her and excited to be around her whereas before he was a complete a-hole so <clears throat> when he did that so that was nice um but yeah you could tell Nora's just not feeling him like that but she's trying so there's that then we got Nathan who is jealous of the fact that Nora's going out on a date so he's moping around most of the episode um keep calling angel but it's the other guy the evening shift angel so that was funny and of course i enjoyed nevaeh nathan's cousin i mean sorry niece i'm saying cousin uh she was so cute in this episode um yes when her and nathan were talking about her sleeping over with ingrid (laughs) she was cracking me up like should i should i no but should i (laughs) so she was not feeling ingrid but she went ahead and did it and then of course we got to see a bit more of ingrid's family dynamic which is very dysfunctional uh talk about uh yeah it explains a lot in regards to ingrid and why she's the way she is and to think that she's the nice one of the group is very very scary because <laughs> you got the sister both of both of her siblings they act so juvenile for their age it's like you got whiny sister daddy mommy 
like oh my gosh how old are you and then you got the brother who mom is cutting up his food like he's three years old like oh my aren't you 14 15 years old sir you need to stop it cut your own food feed yourself get off the nipple holy cow so yeah that that's a completely dysfunctional family oh my gosh and the way they were talking to each other it's like damn but there are families out there that are like that so um so but it explains a lot of why um ingrid is the way she is um but her and nevaeh had a cute moment after the family left and she so you got to see a little bit of a, another side to ingrid that made her less of a biatch um so yeah it was hard to completely dislike her in this episode <laughs> um but we learned that she didn't mess with nathan's car i wasn't i didn't think she was a culprit anyway it was just too obvious of a choice but it was interesting it's just interesting to hear that she turned his the pedestrian thing back on and took his sweatshirt man i can't even talk sweatshirt so i mean she likes nathan she just you know she is who she is she's from the family she's from so there's certain things that she you know gets from being in around that environment that is part of her character as well so anyway we see um nathan and nora having that cute moment at the end before nora got caught by lucy so that should be interesting what happens going forward but all in all like i said i enjoyed this one it was really nice um escape from it all so on that note until next time much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch shy that was shy's thoughts on the episode don't have much to add other than you know i did not see uh, <laughs> your interpretation of them liking each other I'm not saying it isn't true actually when I gave the analogy of you know their pigtails on the playground team Luke and Alicia other than that one comment when he said she had legs for days I just figured he objectifies all women <laughs> and there wasn't anything special about their interaction he's just one in- interaction that he can exploit but maybe you're right. Uh, maybe that is kind of like two people that don't want to admit that they like each other. Though I'm not sure what Alicia would see <laughs> value in him at this point. Uh, even though I could, I mean, it doesn't take much for, like, the fact that she sticks up to him and doesn't deal with this bullshit might be a way, reason why he would be enjoying that. But I'm, I'm trying to figure out what's in it for Alicia. And Byron is oblivious. That's what it's like to be raised in a sexual society. You don't understand what it what it's like to build real relationships or someone having a real I think her having a real orgasm on him made him feel like he was special in that moment and he's chasing that feeling like, whoa, but that's what it feels like when you know someone. <laughs> I think he only he knows superficial as much as Ingrid knows superficial. And yeah, I'm glad that they decided to build out these layers to people because people are complicated. And yes, it's easy to think about the things you don't like about them, but there, there's not to say that there isn't anything likable about it. And then when you see these women that are controlling and this, that, and the other thing in her, you know, behavior, I, you know, Nathan fell for this. You know, he told her he loved her back and he really clearly did not love her back. 
Um, she's loved him for a lot longer than he's loved her, and she probably knows that. It's probably, you know, informing a lot of her controlling behavior. Uh, but, you know, he stuck his dick in it, and he knew what he was signing up for when he did. So, <laughs> that's his taste. I'm glad that he's being more tasteful, but that's not to say he wasn't himself. This is what he was into. This is what he chose to go after. This is what he brought home to the family. So he was not bamboozled into his choice of, of a lover. And thus he has to deal with the consequences of that. But yeah, good episode. Can't wait until the next one. If you want to join the feedback, blackercouch at gmail.com. Or you can leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic.